This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the show. And if you like what you're hearing, which, come on, let's face it, you do. Make sure to tell a friend. You can find us on iTunes, the app, or my site, AllisonRosen.com. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with her good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the way that's a dance again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little seedless grapes. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another special Thursday show, a special me and Gary and you guys and special guest, Chris Laxamana, Hello. who works around these parts. You might know him better as Chris Maxapata, which is not his real last name, but a name that Adam gave him. I uh, tweeted for questions for all of us, and I referred to you as Chris Laxamana hyphen Maxapada, M-A-X-A-P-A-D-A, and I caught a mild amount of heat for it that I didn't spell it M-A-X-I, because isn't that the joke, and it brings this person great sadness. Yeah, well, it's supposed, it's taken off the, you know, the word Maxipad. I don't know what that is. Oh, um, weird that I do. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I do know what it is. I just, you know, in my personal life. But a lot of people don't catch it. They just think, oh, Maxipada. It just kind of flows a little bit better, so um, not a lot of people know that it's taken from MaxiPad. So they, that's how they assume it's my last name. Right. I, But I always knew that was the joke. I just didn't spell it that way. I don't know. It's just this, this joke exists in the world of things that are said, not written, I guess. I don't know. I feel like I should apologize to that person. I'm sorry. I do get that it's MaxiPad, though. Now, Chris, has art before the show... He warned me that he's not as natural a podcaster as last week's Porcelain Punisher. No. So, I mean, yeah, I feel the tension already. I know. I'm, I'm terrified. I'm very, very nervous. You're not really, are you? No, I'm okay. Okay. Yeah. Great. I mean, hence your vibrant, crackling personality. Thank you. You're yeah, welcome. I, I, I turned it on. <laughs> you have, so far, you are bringing it. I mean, Gary, do you even recognize him? No. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm a different man in front of the mic. Changed. Yeah. But coming into your own. I, I, f- I feel good. Good. I'm feeling good, and uh, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Sure. I'm excited to have you. We, so we have all sorts of things to do in this small chunk of time together. We have some questions. We have an iTunes comment of the week, and I'm very excited. We're going to be talking to Tom Rapp, a.k.a. Trap Dog, on the phone the, he's the guy who does all the music for my show. So let's let's do the iTunes comment of the week first, and we have a song. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments, and don't forget to click five stars. Chris, I don't know if you're familiar with this segment. It is where I um, fish for great iTunes comments and then read them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Okay, here we go. All right, so uh, the first iTunes comment of the week is from John Flyer 74 and it's titled A Conversation You Don't Have to Contribute to. So I've been listening to Allison's podcast since it's been on the Ace Network, and I've loved every show. I was sitting here listening to the Neil Brennan episode, and I came to a realization about why I like this show. Allison is more of a conversationalist than she is an interviewer. That's not to say that she isn't a great interviewer. It's more to say that she takes her guests out of the world of interviewer-interviewee and just has a conversation with them. As a listener, I've noticed that I am involved in an awesome conversation between interesting people, Gary included, 
save the social pressure of keeping up my end of the conversational bargain. Just me or everyone. When Allison says hi at the beginning of the show and bye at the end of the show, I say hi, Al, and bye, Al. That's so nice. Thank you. Um, I, other listeners are going to have to weigh in on whether they say that as well. And uh, I'd like to let everyone know that I am officially okay with the nickname Al. Growing up, did not like it because it's usually preceded by Big Al, which is something no chunky child wants to hear. <laughs> Who is Big Al? Um, there's 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 the a character. big gay Al in South Park. Okay, right? this was pre Big Gay Al. Maybe mm-hmm. I was the original Big Gay Al. Yeah, I, but I feel like there's like a Big Al in culture somewhere. You guys, I, are it, too it is young. a common nickname because my friend has an older brother named Al, and we call him Big Al. Mm-hmm. So and um, so yeah, so it, it, it is must he be prom- big? He's he's like no, he's not that big, but I think we just call him that. Right. Well, that's comforting. Mm-hmm. So how did you – okay, we should call Trap Dog, and we're going to do that in a second. But first I would like to know, how did you come to work here? Um, I was a sound guy, and so I, I've been recording bands and uh, doing sound uh, since high school. And they – Adam and the crew here needed a sound guy, and so one of their – one of the crew uh, – people in the crew here, one of the employees, told him about me and said, let's get this guy to work um, work for us. So they called me, and I had no idea. Like I didn't really know Adam. Like I wasn't familiar with his work. I wasn't. I didn't know what a podcast was. Mm-hmm. I was like, sure, I'll, I'll come by and check out this little this little <laughs> uh, this little thing that they got going on. So I go, and they're um, and they're pretty. You know, since I'm the new guy, they're they're a little rough. Like they didn't really want me around too much, just because they didn't really know me that well. So like, oh, let's have you work on the show just on Saturday mornings called Days of Thunder. Okay. And so I. I would work on there. I would just come in Saturday mornings for about like an hour, an hour and a half and just record this Dave's a Thunder show that um, I thought was hilarious. So I had no problem coming in. And then I would just randomly sneak my way into the weekdays when Adam recorded a show. And I would just show up without them asking me. To observe? To audit? Yeah, it's just like – well, because I was going to school at the same time. So I was like, oh, yeah, I don't have class. So I'm just going to – I'll just go by and, Mm -hmm. and just hang out. And then when I would keep coming by, then they would start asking like, oh, Chris, do this because you're here. Do this, do this. And then eventually evolved like where they just started needing me and and then uh and then they needed me and I, right. I started coming in more often and now you're indispensable yeah that's well that's so interesting i never knew that cuz i feel like the story of so many people here is one where they were fans ever since they were a zygote yeah. and they you know sent emails and they and then finally like their day came where they got called or something i may be the only lackey here that wasn't a, like a, a huge fan before mm-hmm. like this is my first thing with like adam like i i knew the man show i listened to a little bit of love line but um like so when i started doing it here it was just me and a mixer and it would just be adam and a guest when would, was this like three like oh nine like the, like oh like April five years ago or something four years Wait, ago. not oh nine what year are we in what year is this oh no 2010 okay i'm really bad with the years uh but yeah, how so, are you with days of the week? Because if you're bad with years, I feel like oh, the same. It, it's it's bad. I, yeah, I never know what day it is. I'm with you. I don't even know what month or season either. Seasons, I, yeah, I could I could kind of tell just uh, looking outside. But um, so it would just be it would just be a mixer and uh, and just Adam and, and a guest. And <laughs> I think Gary Chris, is. Chris, how do you how do you determine the seasons again? <laughs> I'll look outside. Nice. <laughs> uh, and. Um, yeah, so it was just it was just like a one on one interview, and it, and then that's when I really got to hear Adam talk, cause, and I, from then on I was a, I was an instant fan, mm-hmm. and so that's why I'm still here. 
All right, one more question for you, and then we are going to talk to Tom Rapp. Yeah. Here it is. This workplace is arguably at times stressful, mm-hmm. and I, I was thinking – Earlier today, I was thinking about how everyone here handles stress in a different way. Like some of us are stressed all the time. Right. More of us are stressed more of the time. I'm trying to think if there's anyone here who's like, I've never seen stressed. Um, But the closest to that probably would be you. But I imagine you must get stressed. You just don't show it. Or do you not? I I show it, I think. Gary has 15 ulcers just from today. Yeah, I know. He spit blood on me the other other day. My bad, bro. No, I, I mean, a lot of it's just, you know, going to my office. Luckily, now I have a door that closes. So I could cry to myself and nobody will see. Um, but, yeah, maybe – I mean, I'll vent every once in a while. It, it does get stressful because I, I do a lot of the website stuff. So a lot of um, web things need to go up by a certain time and, you know, a lot of it does get piled on. So mm-hmm. and, I, and I post all the shows, so I got to make sure everything's posted correctly. So it, it does get stressful because I have to do do something every day because I I post all all the shows and I post all Dr. Drew shows and Adam and Drew so and Penn show so um, I'm doing something every day and if I forget something or if I you know if uh, if it doesn't coincide with my schedule perfectly then yeah I may I may shed a single tear <laughs> just one yeah. uh, is Gary you see Chris uh, in different states than I do. That what sounds that? like what I'm suggesting of undress like or something. Nevada? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure you guys have been in another state together. We that I no, I was, I was, I was there too, though. Um, no, I mean you see him more times of the day than I do. Is my assessment correct that he doesn't show his stress, or do I just not see it? He's seen it. He's better at hiding it than others. Okay. But he definitely is overworked and stressed. Yeah. And we all show own, it at times. It's just. I don't know. Just gonna let this awkward silence sit here. This is stress. That's stressing me out. Really? The awkward silence. Yeah. I know. Let's keep it going. Okay. Let's see how long we can keep it going. Listeners, okay. feel awkward with us. No, I, I'm done. Really? <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's all I got. All right. Jeez. Wouldn't want to be um, playing sardines with you. Do you know that game? No. It came up on my show recently with Jim Florentine. He didn't know what it was either. It's like a big game of hide and go seek where. The uh, when you find the person, then you hide with them until everyone is hiding in one place, and the last person finds them. And then I don't know what happens. I'm still confused about the logistics of the game. Yeah, but it does exist, and it would require require being quiet. All right, let's talk <sighs> to Tom Rapp now. I was debating whether to play the fan phone call jingle first because he's not technically a fan. I mean. I like to think he's a fan, but he's not like it's not like real fan phone call where we just call someone randomly because it's Tom and we are interviewing him. But I kind of want to hear it, so let's just play it anyway. It's some of his best work. It's talent. I like it. Tom Rapp. Hello. <laughs> what it's like to listen to the show. <laughs> Is he doing a fan phone call on us? I know. Hello? Hello? Wait, you were singing that live right there? I sure was. Wow! That's, that's <laughs> so cool. I thought, perhaps, I didn't know what was going on, but I loved it. Thank you for that live rendition. I thought that was recording. It was so good. Yeah, me too. Oh, thanks. 
he, he did well, that when the, uh, I when I did the call screening, and I said, "That's dope. That's awesome. You should do that again." And he was like, "I hope I can." <laughs> and I was, that was when I realized that he was out of breath and he had been doing it live. I thought it was a recording too. Yeah, that was. Uh, that's like being at a surprise party and the wrong person walks in. There's the <laughs> surprise. I know. What if no, there had been you. if there had been more people that you that you talked to on the phone before me? By the time that I got on, it would just be like you just you'd wrap it, you'd just say it. So how is everything going? Good, good. Just need to get my breath back a little, but I'm okay. Okay. This reminds me of in college when I went to this party that was at this cabin in the woods, and it, you had to hike to get there. And I swear for like the first 25 minutes of the party, I couldn't really talk to anyone because I was out of breath. But I didn't want anyone to know because I felt like it indicated that I have really poor lung capacity or something. Also, this party... This was in this cabin. They made their their big thing was they made their own Kahlua, which I think is just um, it wasn't real Kahlua. Obviously, I think they just like put coffee grounds in vodka. So <laughs> you'd be greeted with a big mug of this stuff, and then around the time you really needed to pee, you'd find out they don't have a bathroom, but enjoy peeing in the woods. It really was fairly unpleasant, but thankfully I was drunk enough that I didn't really mind it. Yeah, yeah you'd really you'd really need to be drunk for that. Yeah. <laughs> When's the okay? You are on here with Gary and and Chris and me. Everyone, when's the last time you peed not in a toilet? <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. It's. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I guess you guys are the wrong crowd. I really should be yeah. asking women. For me, yeah. it might have been. I think it was at that cabin. So it was uh, like sixteen or seventeen years ago. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Jeez. For you guys, it was probably last week or something. It's recent. Yeah, yeah it's not too long ago. I mean, you know, um, I can't remember exactly, but uh, just one of those things you kind of think a guy's going to do at some point. But you like seem, the- but I think of you, Tom, as more civilized than these guys. Don't take like it the bring, wrong way. Like I bring kind of like a portable thing with me. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine you bring some kind of folding chair or something and reading material. Yeah, well... Probably the last time I golfed. That was probably the last time I did that, I guess. Because then you're in the middle of the golf course, and there's nowhere to go, and there are trees. All right. Gary, you golf. Yeah. Is this an accurate assessment of what happens when one needs to pee? 100%. It's like a Flomax commercial. Um, so, Tom Rapp, for people who don't know, let's tell them how you came to be the guy who writes the songs on my show. How did I become the guy who wrote songs on your show? Well, um, let's see. I think I saw you first on Red Eye. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of common for me since I walked away from my uh, job of six years at Newsday Newspaper and said, you know, I'm going to work on my recordings. And I, uh, so I was up late at night to watch that show, and then I would check out people who were doing things on the Internet, which you were. I was. And uh, next thing you know, I was part of this whole group of Allison supporters, and uh, <laughs> happily so. It was a lot of fun, and uh, you know, learning a little bit about the internet while trying to support uh, what you were doing. So and this, then, uh, Yeah, and this was back when I was doing the Ustream show, which I think everyone probably knows about that, because um, I talk uh, about it sometimes, but it was every Sunday for three hours I would do a live talk show from my living room, and that show was also called Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend, and some of the segments that I do on the podcast we did on that show. That was when right. I was living in, in Brooklyn, and one of the segments was fan phone call, right? That's, I think, how it started, and... Yeah. I think you were our first or second fan phone call, right? I believe I was number two. Number two, okay. And yeah, I kind of, 
I didn't really say that I was a musician for a long time, actually preceding that, because I didn't want to, you know, come on like I was looking to uh, elbow my way into something. But uh, but then, yeah, you started, you decided to have some fan phone calls, and I think our friend Ted was number one. Oh, right, yes. Ted from and Accounting, he, which is not his real name or his real occupation. <laughs> no, that's the beauty of it. <laughs> yeah, and right, and so Dustin, who uh, most most listeners know, was there, and I, we were asking you what you do, and I think you mentioned that you were a musician, and right. then I think Dustin blurted out something, which I never would have had the balls to do, but I think he's like, oh, well, you should write Allison a theme song, because she needs one, right? <laughs> that's completely false. <laughs> is that not what happened? I think that's what happened. It was your idea, but I could be wrong. Oh, really? <laughs> My, I, <laughs> <laughs> but, but but you introduced it in much the same way. I love it. Now, in, I suppose my... if I were going to, I might need a theme song, and so uh, I love that in my memory, <laughs> I am so much more demure and gentle and sweet. My memory is so flattering to me. Oh, anyway. Um, all right, so it was well, it was a great idea that I had that day. I'm so <laughs> no, it was you, and you threatened me. Yeah, I know. Um, but then, did you like write this? You, I think you made the song in the space of the phone call, or maybe not. But like that, very fast. All of a sudden, there was a theme song on our hands. I made it. I made it fast. I think I sat on it. I wrote it right away, and then sat on it for a week because I didn't know whether or not it was going to be any good. Um, but I do love how it all come about, came about because I sent you that song and your response was how much you liked it and you need a closing song. <laughs> so, so then I made wow. a closing song. <laughs> and you liked the closing song and then you gave me a list of <laughs> songs to do. And I just thought that was the greatest thing in the world. I'm like, but, you know, wait I can do it. I'm going to do it. You know? <laughs> wait a minute. I feel like I feel like you're editing out all the parts of the email that were saying Oh my God! Thank you so much. Like all this stuff, which I'm realizing that I think makes everything gentle and makes everything more palatable, which no one remembers. Evidently, I should no, just write are... in all caps all the time. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm hearing 10% compliment, 90% demand. Yeah. When, when I thought it was like 15% request, 85% um, uh, just uh, words surrounding it to soften it. A little filler, yeah. Yeah, filler. No, but there was a lot of like, if you there have time, thank you oh, so yeah. much. I appreciate it so much. But if you have, right? No doubt about it. No doubt about it. It's just, I'm not going to say that because it's too self-congratulatory, but you were extremely nice the whole way through. There's no doubt about it. Thank it you. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, it was really fun because I, I, it was just a really wonderful, I don't know, collaborative relationship because I remember you telling me that these songs were just coming to you so quickly, right? It was just so oh, yeah. easy to write that, for a delightful well, lady like you me. Had great, great ideas for segments, you know. So everything was like, oh, that's cool, that's cool. So just me or everyone, uh, TV time, fan phone call. They would just, uh, you know, it was just uh, like lighting a match. You know, I uh, found it very easy to uh, jump into the creative groove with your ideas. Well, thank you very much. Is there any now? See the greatest tragedy of this all is that now that we do the podcast we don't do all the same segments so we don't play all the songs many of them i miss we play a lot of them though and i always look for opportunities to bring new ones in or to play ones that we haven't played in a while are there any that are your favorite that we haven't played in a while and i'm not sure gary has them or not but he might that's a tough one um 
I think my guest is here is a favorite just because it's so uh, it goes at nine thousand miles an hour. <laughs> we do have that now. We should explain what would happen. It was Ustream, so it was live streaming video, and there was a chat room, right. and I would do this in my living room, and the front door. So what would happen is I would hear the door, or actually someone would call me or something, and then I would say, oh, my guest is here. Hang on, you guys. And then I would, you'd just see my computer chair spinning around, sometimes <laughs> dusting, which would, would hold down the fort, and then I would be gone for, I don't know, like a little less than a minute, and then I'd come back with the guest. So we needed a song to fill the time. And oh, we yeah. have that song. Here it is. <laughs> I do believe I heard the door. It's something I will not ignore. There's someone I am waiting for, and I believe they're here. It's time to do an interview with me and them and all of you. So don't you ever fear, because my guest is here. Because my guest is here. Because my guest is here. I hope that they don't go away while I'm on my way over there. So sit right back, enjoy the show. Won't you give a cheer? Because my guest is here. Because my guest is here. I love it. I think we've played that on the podcast once before. Yeah, I think we have. I've always wanted. I've always wanted to bring it in, except it doesn't. The guest it's is always slow. here. Yeah, it's slower than I remember. You know, it's funny, uh, and that's actually a significant thing. I think about uh, the podcast versus. I was the ruder show. than I remember, so memory is not that <laughs> accurate. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that it's funny without knowing. One might think that a radio-type show like a podcast would leave more time for this, but actually that's not true. It really needs to go fast, you know? Right. So, uh, so really a lot of the songs almost take too long, like Gal Chat takes too long to use on the podcast as it currently is, I think, you know? I noticed that the last time we played it. I had never... Well, you know why? Because when we would, when we would do the song on the Ustream show, it was usually three of us... Right. Wearing ridic- Well, my dream was always that we were wearing ridiculous outfits, <laughs> not all the gals always. Sometimes they just wanted to chat as themselves, but sure. then we would always just kind of like dance around and be silly during the song. Right. But on the right. podcast, you can't see that. You can just hear no, me saying, the-, the song's still going. <laughs> yeah, and that was the beauty of it because everybody loved, you know, seeing everybody hang out, whether it was you and Corinne, Dustin, whoever, you know, uh, Nevada, was a part Nevada. of the show. You know? Yeah. And yeah, uh, I know. I miss. The, I I love this, but I I do miss the show. I keep thinking I should do a uh, sort of a reunion, a reunion Ustream show. Oh, and you you drove into um, Brooklyn, and you were actually a guest on the show one time. And I think we both wore Santa hats, and I remember my head feeling sweaty. That's right. Oh yeah, that's on YouTube somewhere. I yeah, think that's on my channel. I'm gonna have yes. to, I'm gonna have to link to that in this blog post. That was a lot of fun. That was a gr- that was really a great time coming over and hanging out. That was really fun, huh? Memories. Well, gosh, it's been so much fun having you on the show. I feel like we're going to need to have you back another time. But is there anything else that you wanted to say or anything you want to plug or anything you want to tell people? Hmm. I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. And uh, just that uh, I'm sure you'll be hearing more Trap Dog music soon. Uh, um, and in the meantime, uh, just keep enjoying the wonderful podcast. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Thank you so but, much. Uh, it's, uh, it's great. You know, I think you're doing some great interviews and stuff. I really enjoy it. Oh, thank you. All right. When people can follow you on Twitter at TrapDog, T-R-A-P-P-D-O-G. Yep. Uh, and, and so you don't know website or anything that you want to 
mention or anything yeah, like let that? Let me update my website because okay. uh, <laughs> there's nothing to see. Nothing to see here, folks. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thank you so much. And thank you, thank you, as always, thank you for the songs. People always tell me that they get the songs stuck in their head and what can they do? And I say, just enjoy it. Just yeah, go with it. The songs are so good. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> oh, thank you. All right. Have a good All night. Right. Have a great night, everybody. Bye. 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 I did not remember it that way. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm a lady who just asks for what she needs. <laughs> I'm also surprised I keep referring to myself as a lady. I don't know what I think of myself as. But... You're a lady. Yeah, I guess. But ladies are like, ladies are 45. Oh, that got... kind of lady. I guess. I was thinking of like like Game of Thrones lady. Like, you're my lady. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, you guys. I have to tell you. I have not watched the last two or three episodes of Game of Thrones. I'm, I'm keeping up with Mad Men, but Game of Thrones, it just has become too brutal for me. Are you guys still as into it as ever? Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, more into absolutely. It. Really? Every episode. Yeah. Yeah. Am I missing out? It is out? brutal. Like, is it I, getting? I can't handle that stuff very well. Like the gore and and, and things like. Get that. Get on like, into the mic, Chris. You know uh, what I, you're I doing. Know. <laughs> um, the uh, the gore and yeah. uh, and like the sword fights and stuff. And it, I'm I'm really squeamish when it comes to that. But for some reason, I don't know. Maybe I've been desensitized or something, but I can handle it now. I didn't handle that torture scene well. Yeah, oh, yeah. I no, heard about it. Yeah. The Ugh. finger thing was Ugh. really not okay. Um, but no, the show's, every other part of the show is getting so much better that it doesn't, I'm getting over it. You just read the, read the Wikipedia descriptions. Okay, yeah. and then I can get back in. Yeah, and just come back in. I do, I love the dragon plot. So do I. There hasn't been, there wasn't enough really? of that at the beginning of the season, but it's coming. Yeah, it's weird that I just decided that it just, the level of brutality in the show sort of eclipsed everything else that I liked about it. But I just spent too much time feeling like, ugh, I can't handle this. Yeah. I don't know. I will go back. All right. Let's do some Twitter questions. This one is from STL Axman. What are your respective dream jobs? And I just love this because it suggests that none of us are doing our <laughs> dream job. It suggests that what we're doing now is not what we want to be doing ultimately. Well, well then we should just take it as well, if we could have another dream job. Oh, okay. In addition, be? what would that be? Yeah. Um, I Well, I think everyone knows that I would like to host my own um, TV show. Mm-hmm. And I would like to write Which a book. Which you'd be great at. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. You're too nice. What about you guys? If you could have another job. I'd like to produce your TV show. <laughs> All right. That works. Yeah. Um, probably musician. I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to just play music and be able to um, live a life just playing music. That'd be really cool. You've been in bands, right? Yeah. What style? Um, Just like rock bands, uh, some some like blues rock, some pop punk. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Were you ever in a vaguely ska band? No. It's weird that I think you might have been, and I don't know why that is. I was friends with ska bands, but I, n- I never played in one. But yeah, right. that, that is weird. I know. I never really got to in a ska. But hmm. maybe like, I'm staring like Orange at you. County. I know. Like you're... I don't believe you. Like I, I just see you holding a horn. Feel, I could feel I know. it. <laughs> fixing All right, I was in my... a ska band. I knew it. No, I wasn't. But I feel like I, I, that's what I needed to say. Yeah, so that we could get rid of this uncomfortable yeah. feeling. So, Gary, TV producing, that is something that appeals to you? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I really like my job right now. I'm not, you know, I, I like the way you preface the question. I mean, this was this this was my dream job Yeah. before it was my job, so I'm pretty happy. All right. You know, this can't, this couldn't even be your dream job because when you're dreaming of jobs, podcasts probably didn't exist, so this is better than your dream job. Well, no. This Well, when I, when I had my first job, which blew – 
I wanted to be doing this. What was that? Uh, it was a, a uh, paralegal at a, an eviction law firm. Oh, I was thinking of uh, the other one. Wiener Schnitzel. Yeah, that was back when I was like You worked at Wiener Schnitzel? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did you do there? Um, everything except cook. The second day, like, I, I walked in and the guy was like, like, put me on the counter or whatever during lunch and I was okay at it. And then he was, he was like the owner and didn't really like being there. So the next day he was like, okay, you're handling the counter and the drive through Have fun. The next day. Wow. Yeah. Day two, I was 15. Do you have a picture of you in uniform anywhere? Because we should probably put that on the website. Probably. I don't think I have a picture, but that's something that could be recreated. I have the uniform in Newport. Wow. Did you ever eat the food when you worked there? I did. Did you? Any, any, there are specific things right. that you don't eat there, but but <laughs> I still eat there like, like twice a year or something when the mood strikes me or hmm. I happen to be around one. Why do you not eat certain things? <laughs> you don't work there anymore, you can say, unless you can't the say. Day, no, they the, might be the, a sp- potential sponsor. We shouldn't. The first day I worked there, a guy behind right. the grill told me not to eat something, and I took his word for it. I figured he makes it. He does this every single day. If he's telling me not to eat the regular hot dogs and to go for all beef, then that's something I'm going to do. You know, when you're at a restaurant and when you ask their advice, which I do because I'm the kind of person who asks advice too often, mm-hmm. and then they, they tell you why they like a certain thing or they like kind of dissuade you from the other thing, I feel like the rule is you're always supposed to listen to them, especially if they're dissuading you from something, like what Gary's saying because they might know. Yeah. So then I always – feel like i'm breaking the rules or potentially eating i don't know spit or or something i don't want to eat if i then go against their advice no i mean i was a waiter for many years okay um and when it was it would it would be weird when i'd suggest oh you know that dish is is not very good like it's not very popular mm-hmm. like if you you know if you really don't like cheese and you shouldn't get this and like oh i'll get it anyways and so if it's it's weird when someone will do that but I, w- I wouldn't spit in their food because of that. Right. I've never spit in what food. What would period. you spit in someone's food you know, because I've, of that? I've never – Good I w- question. I was never the kind of guy that would spit in someone's food. Like I was um, – I Suggesting that there are those kind of guys oh, they're though, to- right? Oh, oh yeah, I, absolutely. See, I wanted to believe that was a myth. However, Daniel also worked in food service at various points and was like, no, that definitely happens. People do oh, disgusting yeah. things. They're no, like, fucking like, assholes my thi- like, yeah. Oh, yeah, the things I've And seen. they're the ones who are f- nice to your face though, right? Oh, the, yeah. The, Usually, yeah. Whenever I go out to eat, like the first thing I think is like, I wonder what he or she is like in real life because it's yeah. nothing like what they're what they're showing you usually. But um, I was a, I was the kind of guy who's like, oh, you're getting two cherries in your Shirley Temple instead of the four that I usually give. Like, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's how I'll get you. Uh-huh. <laughs> You'll show them. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, the the, uh, the grossest thing I've ever seen. Uh, I'm just gonna Nazi. yeah, might as well. Yeah. I, I saw a girl like, and she took a breadstick. She's like, I hate this family. Like, they're so, they're so mean. And she takes one of the breadsticks from their bowl, and she puts it down the front of her pants and pulls it out the back. Like, so it goes underneath. Oh my god! And she puts it back on in the bowl. And I saw it, and I saw them eat it. it like, it, <laughs> oh my god! And it haunts me. It, it that's the that's the worst I've seen. I've I've seen people with eye drops in food. It, um, there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of servers and and waiters and waitresses out there that uh. That are really, they feel like they're really entitled when they're not, and so they'll they'll do stuff like that, and it, it's it sucks. Then didn't she get like grease or chives or sesame seeds on her taint in doing that? Because I feel like breadsticks are. Usually, I feel like it was a lose something. lose, right? And they could be really hot. But she, yeah, I mean, no, it it was 
the, the, I feel the, like you're worried about the, the perpetrator. Six, what about the yeah. victim? Well, I mean, that's awful had, too. But I'm just yeah. saying, if something's going to transfer, it's usually going to be from the breadstick to your. Yeah, I feel like she got garlic undercarriage and, yeah. and oil and every. Yeah, no, it. I don't see how how she felt she would have won. By that's that. so I gross. Saw it, I saw it happen. I'm just saying. I saw it with my own two eyes. It's a totally true story. Here's and, what I want to know. So yeah, the, it happens. What kind of offenses get your food put in someone's underpants? Um, just. Just flat out disrespect that, you know, servers, as I said, a lot of them feel like they're entitled. And, you know, some of them are, you know, there's some good ones out there, but there's some bad ones. And a lot, and um, when, when you're a server, you're meeting people right away and you have to talk to them and you have to, and you're, you're basically taking care of them for a while. So, um, and you're doing everything and you're eventually going to hit people that just, you know, are just flat out rude or, you know, just disrespectful. So that's- or at least you think they are. And yeah, so that's the gonna, part I'm worried about. The part that what if they weren't really rude? But that's that's why I'm so when like I when I go out to eat now, server? I'm like I'm extra polite because I'm worried. Like I have to, I feel like I need to yeah. be extra extra polite. And like I've been in the business right. for a while, but I still feel like I have to do that and I have to tip really well because yeah. of the Asian stereotype where Asians don't tip, even though I'll probably never. You think come it's back. hard for you? <laughs> yeah. But, Try having the last name Rosen. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah they see the, they just see the credit card and their head just droops down. <laughs> Um. All right. All right. So then I'll go on being like, "Oh, thank you so much." When they bring water, I know it, it's it's such, it's so weird, like eating out, but um, but it does happen. So, but be nice to your servers because what that's if? But okay, what if you? Oh God. Wh- okay. First of all, oftentimes I have some special request or something, but I always couch it as like, <laughs> "This is well." First of all, I have a lot of questions, and I'm like, "Okay, I have a lot of annoying questions. I'm so sorry." Um, and then they always tell me it's okay because mm-hmm. they're probably plotting what they're going to do to my food. And then I ask my question. And then I ask if it's possible to get this but with this on the side or something. Is the, how, Where am I on the spit oh, on meter at this I've point? made you paranoid. Oh, I already was. Don't okay. worry. Um, no, that's fine. Like, but those, then, are, like they... those are normal quests that you get every day. You'd have to be pretty rude and pretty obnoxious to, to get to, so that, them to do something. But Then when I say, I'm so sorry, but I had ordered this with the dressing on the side. That's okay. If you if you did order it, then yeah, it's on them. I always did. Okay, then okay. Yeah. All right. Don't lie. If you lie, then it might uh, it might not work out as well. But um, yeah, just be respectful. And I mean, it, it's such a weird world. Like the whole the whole serving and waitressing and waitering world. Like it's, right. It's a uh, it's it's definitely different. Where did <laughs> and, you work, or do you know what to say? I'll say it. I, I worked at a, a TGI Fridays, a macaroni grill, a uh, um, I won't tell you what what, what restaurant I've seen things in, uh, a melting pot, in a, and uh, and like some vegetarian restaurant. Is melting pot is that a fondue place? Yeah, and right when you started coming in, you came up with fondue mm-hmm. and I, I was still waitering there, and uh, I waiting. That's 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 right. Serving, oh, serving. Um, yeah, I somebody I like I passed by his table and somebody was like saying fondue a bunch. Like, did you hear fondue on the oh, show? Oh, I love and I was that. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. That, like, I, I work in, I didn't go up to him or anything, but like I remembered like that was one of the first times I I uh, I heard something about the uh-huh. show when I wasn't at work. And was that he, was pretty exciting. Was he cute? Um, yeah, he was very cute. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just kidding. I don't actually care. Um, okay, let's see here. Friends with benefits. David Humphrey asks, friends with benefits, bad idea or good plan? Um, I think it's a bad idea, even though I think that everyone does it at yeah. a certain point in their life. It's one of those bad ideas that you'll never know while you're doing it. 
You'll never know it's a bad or idea. You'll, you'll never want to believe it just because right, you right, never yeah. admit to yourself it's a bad idea until, yes. until you're done. Yeah. Because, right, because there's always a time you're, where you're, you're like, it's exception. going so well. Yeah. We totally, neither of us want anything more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Um, Cat's Meow asks, does, Pat, does G. Patrick Smith want, a, that's Gary, want a campaign to have his name changed back to producer Gary from Haftard? That's extremely sweet, but I think that those would be fruitless efforts. So I don't want to like send anyone on a fool's errand because I don't think it's changing. Right. That ship has sailed. That'd be nice, but no thanks. Daniel Manzo asks, if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Now, I would choose flying. No. I- it's so cliche. Well, no, that's the wor- The best one. It's so easy. Is teleportation. Yeah. Like, if you want to fly, oh, then you would just teleport yourself throughout the sky. And like as you're falling, just teleport yourself back up. Gary, you said, yeah, like you guys have had this discussion before, or it's just not everyone even, knows. It's not I don't even think a discussion. anyone really needs to talk about this. It's wow. pretty obvious now. It feels so stupid. Yeah. You I'm know not, what? It's time like travel I knew. comes in a close second, but you might, you know, the butterfly effect, and it's. it's. I know. So tele- teleportation is the only thing worth, worth having superpower. On some level, I knew. I knew I was barking I up the wrong tree because what I was going to say was I would choose flying, and yet. It's just because of the novelty of it. What if I did it a couple times and then it's like I'm not interested anymore? And if somebody saw you, then right. you're the, you're like that person that can fly. And yeah, I don't know. You could never would, be anonymous. Nobody again. would. Tr- you'd have to change your phone number. <laughs> True. All right. But yeah, teleportation. But 100%. you're so, so like you're. If, I get mad some some days like that. I can't teleport. Like it just and that I'll never be able to teleport. It it bums me out. It ruins my day. So you're saying that if you wanted to fly though. <laughs> So you would, you would, you just, would just what, say, I want, I want to teleport into the sky? Yeah, you teleport yourself into the sky and you just keep going. And it's like you're flying. Yeah, you can make yourself – if you have the ability to teleport, then – You can have Assuming – yeah. you, can, you can assume that you can do it really, really fast. So you just keep moving yourself through the sky and you can fly <laughs> all around whatever city yeah, and look at the skyline. Yeah, right. you can fly all you want. So You're right. Yeah. You're so right. Thank God we had this conversation. I'm just saying, if you get the choice now, I, I saved you, and you're welcome in advance. Thank you very much. Um, all right, and here's one more important question, and then we have to wrap this up, even though even though there's so much more to say. Okay, <laughs> Mark Stubbs says, toilet paper on the holder, over or under, and how furious do you get when you find it the other way? All right, confession time. For years, for years, I was an under-the-roll person, despite the fact that I know that there's a there's where a it's it's hard. Life is not easy for someone who's an under the role person because people look down on you and you just it's just a life full of being like, why does the toilet paper always have to be this way? Um, probably like what it's like being left handed. I don't know. Um, I was convinced that it's easier to rip it with one hand when it's under. Well, Daniel really prefers when it's over. And asked if we could have it over. And sometime around the time that I was like, relationships mean compromise, I realized, by God, I, it's better over. It's easier to rip. I'm just surprised he confronted you and asked, <laughs> and asked to turn it. Like, if it was me, you would have broken I would just, up. I would just done it. Like, you know, you just oh, pull I it out. I think he was, was tired of always doing it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, because you feel like Allison would, would, would do it back. <laughs> I might have. I might have. Yeah, there's, like, there's like this infighting within the household like, right. and no words are being spoken. Well, I think what would happen was I would replace the toilet paper roll and then I'd go under. And then 
Yeah, no, I think that I think we were evenly matched in terms of how much I prefer one and how much he prefers the other. And then I realized he's right. Over is better. Although I still don't really care that much. Or I do, I don't know. Yeah, I've I've never been too angry about either one, but yeah, neither over. have I, but over is better. Yeah. But over is better. <laughs> no, but I like I've never gone to someone's house and thought like look down on them, which is what you implied happens. Um, I I'm just saying we feel that it does. You know who could answer this better than any of us? Someone who spends a lot of time in the bathroom. Is he out there? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would know. I'm just gonna bring him in here. Okay. There he is. Welcome back, Matt. Everyone loves you. Oh, that's great. Good to be back. Okay, Boom. the question is, toilet paper over or the flap over or under? Which is better? Do you have strong feelings about it? Oh, very strong <laughs> feelings about it. Friendships have been ruined over this. <laughs> I knew this would happen. Good. Yeah, okay, tell us. Over. Why? Because only fools will put it under. Why would you put it under? You want, <laughs> you want easy access. I almost took my hand off the button to, uh, to illustrate this. <laughs> you want easy access. You want to be able to tear it as easily as possible. Over all the way. Come on. What happened, Chris? To- Chris, you're looking like you don't you don't see me. You don't hear me. No, I I completely agree. I, I would only do under if I was playing a prank on my friend. That's right. Or yeah, if I was really mad. Chris at somebody. looks like that because he was here for the part when Allison said she prefers under. Well, <laughs> no, I'm saying no. Done. I'm leaving. I'm no, still, it's I'm like I'm still here. It's like someone who talks about how they at one point they were in a cult. I. It's like I've been deprogrammed. I'm, I'm starting life again. As in, I'm actually. I'm probably like. A year and a half old in terms of toilet paper rolls. Um, because my whole life, I was I preferred under. I thought it was easier to rip. Now I, mean, I realize you, I was wrong. Have you used a public restroom? Have you ever seen a public toilet paper roll installed with the under flap? Well, my God. Take a moment to look around you, Allison. Appreciate your surroundings. <laughs> I've never looked at it that way. Here's the thing. When you're in a... They're just... They're neither over nor under. They're like front or back because it's that big, huge industrial role. You of all people should know this. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's that thing where then you have to like just kind of wag your hand. At it. I, get, I get what you're saying. Uh, I think it's still over with almost 100% of the time. It's like, let's put it this way. Instead of it being over, the toilet paper flap is, is closer to you. It's facing you as opposed right. to having to make you reach yeah. farther away. I just think it God help you better. if you have to get up off the like, toilet. Oh, God. I know. <laughs> That's the worst Be- for a number of reasons. Okay. Number because two. here's the thing. <laughs> I think we all know that. <laughs> yeah. Because if you uh, – the the best you can hope for if you have to get off the toilet – if you have to get off the toilet to reach for paper is that there was a little bit left before you had to get up. Because if, if your first wipe involves traveling – it's unpleasant for a number of reasons. Again, I'm about to, number- blow, I'm about to blow your mind. Okay. Uh, I had this conversation with some friends. Do you sit or stand when you wipe your butt? <laughs> because I'm telling you, there are two ways to do this. Maybe I do both. I start. I wouldn't be surprised. You know Allison. what? Actually, that's not true. I've never talked about this on air. It's time. Good. I prefer. <laughs> <laughs> I like to catch a little air. <laughs> I, so I, you're, you're a standard. Yeah. I but feel I've like always that's felt uncommon. embarrassed. I've always felt embarrassed about it. You should be because you're doing it wrong. Okay. 
Well, you're probably doing it wrong. But you know what? I don't have to lift the cheek to fart. <laughs> I can just push that straight into the cushion. Because a lot of people I know, they have to lift. <laughs> and I say to them, what happens if you don't lift? And they say that it just climbs back in their butt or something. I don't know. <laughs> and I feel like, are your farts just falling out? Aren't you pushing them out? <laughs> these are questions that need to be posed to, to people with better answers than us. I feel like these are questions that a lot of people didn't need to hear me ask. And they might have a problem with it. Anyway, so what's the correct way to wipe then? Sitting. I think the, the fellas here back me up on that one. I back him. Not even a little. Not, but do you put more weight on one foot? <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's a little bit of a lean involved. It's, you can't just put your hand through your own body. You got to make some room for your hand, for Christ's sake. Oh, that's interesting. Now, you go back, though, right? You don't reach, like, through your legs. No. Crazy. Whoa, back to front? Are you crazy? You trying to get us killed, Allison? <laughs> I don't know. I was just suddenly out. wondering. No, suddenly you, you, wondering which you way you go. You never go back to front. Well, for a woman, you never would. Yeah, that's what... But for a guy, I feel like it's not going to, like, get into your whole system unless yeah. it's... Okay. <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean, I understand though. I understand though. You're risking the cleanliness of your balls if you did it that way. Yeah, and that's that's huge for us. Really? Yeah. Do you ever use some kind of ball wipe? No, uh, no. You just, you just got to keep. It's like a cat. You just got to keep them maintained. <laughs> you don't lick them yourself. But well, you that would suggest that your balls are self-cleaning, which I don't think they are. Yeah, but you just, you just want to maintain them. You just want to you want to make sure that they're they're uh, they're good enough for display if needed. <laughs> Cut this out. <laughs> no, this stays. All right. Well, on that note, you no, guys, keep, your, keep your note. balls good for dis- Well, it has to be on that note because we're a little bit over time, oh, unfortunately. Okay, Gary, did you have anything you want to add, though? Do you keep, yes, do you you keep your balls? Are your balls always ready <laughs> for company? I'm laughing so much. <laughs> uh, what was the question? The question is Are you always ready for company when it comes to your balls? Who isn't? I guess that's true. Good answer. It's a good answer. Come on over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Chris, for doing this show. Thank Thanks you, for having me. Matt, for letting us know about wiping and toilet paper. Thank you, Gary, for everything. Um, thank you, Trap Dog, for also being on this show. And I'm sorry that I was uh, so mm, ballsy, for lack of a better word, back then. Or maybe it's good that I was. I'm sure it wasn't that bad. I bet it wasn't. You can let's Let's tell them all. Let's tell them where they can follow all of us on Twitter. You can follow me at Allison Rosen. And you can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. You can follow Chris at... Follow me at Chris Loxamana. Spell that. L-A-X-A-M-A-N-A. Or uh, if you want, uh, rather follow Corolla Digital. Because I'm, I'm kind of starting to use that as more of a behind-the-scenes stuff. If you want to see behind-the-scenes pictures and videos and stuff, go, and, go follow them. Follow both. You can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith. You can follow Matt at... Oh, you just go to therewillbespoilers.com. We'll just do that. Oh, yeah. all right. Just flip the script on us, okay? <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. Okay, and why not get the... Oh, and you can follow... Well, I already said it, but you can follow TrapDog at... TrapDog, T-R-A-P-P-D-O-G. Um, we have a ringtone for sale, and that is the Hey, Go Fuck Yourself ringtone. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. You can get that from your iPhone. Just go to iTunes and search Hey, Go Fuck Yourself. And uh, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, why not click through the banner on our website? It doesn't cost you anything extra, and it helps out the show. Okay, I love you guys, and I'll talk to you later. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? 
show Allison Rosen is your new best friend That's right, that's right Those good times don't seem to end That's right, that's right Allison Rosen